Good. Wish I thought of having a really nice little background too. <laughs> what you on the studio right now? I am. Nice, nice. What you working on? We'll we'll, we'll uh, get into that. We'll get into yeah, all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're not <laughs> already familiar, Devin, the Leo Black Show is a platform for artists and creators like yourself to share your story. So we want to start with you from the very beginning to the latest. What's happening now? How'd you get started in music? Uh, that's a really, every time somebody asks me that question, I'm like, dang, how did I get in it? Um, it started, well, to kind of go back, I grew up, uh, kind of like a latchkey kid. If you know what that is, it's like, you know, parents aren't home. You're always on your own. You gotta, you know, come home to an empty house. And I always right. saw it. I always saw it as like thinking back at it, you know, music was always like a constant in my life, mm -hmm. you know, even when um, like everybody else after school, they get to go home, they do their homework, their whole spiel, they get to go take a nap, come home to like a nice dinner or a lunch. But then for me, it was either I go home uh, to an empty house or I go to my mom's hair salon. And evidently from there, there's a guitar center right in front of the shop. So... Mm -hmm. To kind of keep myself company i would go to the guitar center and like shadow people and like learn instruments from you know the people working there mm -hmm. and then so that turned into like me making my own songs um and yeah and uh i don't know how much more you want me to, to go forward with it but yeah from there like that kind of sparked my interest in music like everything from the radio always playing at the hair salon from it being on like the only thing I had in my house when we didn't have internet, we didn't have cable. Like I got like, I got a boom box, I got the radio and that's pretty much like my introduction into music, you know? Nice. Can you describe your first studio session versus your studio sessions now? Cause see you in the studio making some, some hits. Yeah. Yeah. So my first studio session was actually with uh so growing up i had a a rapper for a brother mm -hmm. so he had songs with like slim thug boss hog outlaws like that whole houston south like southern rap and nice. so um if i wasn't going to my mom's hair salon and if i wasn't going home he was scooping me up and he's like yo i gotta go into the studio and stuff so you can go do your homework in like the producer's like studio if you want to come so i come through and you know i pick up the guitar and he's like yo that sounds good let's like record it obviously it was terrible obviously it was so <laughs> bad <laughs> and i'm like you know uh i think 12 or 13 but then you know, that progressed into me going to like volunteering at studios. So I never really paid for a studio session. So I would volunteer at studios. I would help with the mixing stuff. Um, at most, I would record in like my closet or record at home. Um, but now I'm at a point in my career where like I'm grateful that I can, you know, I built up my career. I built up my equipment. I built up, you know, the studio that I work out of and um, what I didn't have before I have now. So now it's like a lot more comfortable with the music process, you know, and mm -hmm. now it's like a lot faster. Um, I don't know if you ever heard the term like 10,000 hours, like putting in your 10,000 yeah. hours. Right. Mm -hmm. 
exactly. and now it's, put in that 10,000 hours to master your craft. Yeah, absolutely. And it's been so long of that, so long of, you know, running around trying to do my own DIY stuff. Now that I got everything, I can work a lot faster and a lot more comfortably. And I feel like it's allowed me like that humble roots sort of thing has helped me find myself as like an artist as well. Facts, you know? facts. Did you hear the news? I mean, you mentioned your brother had songs with a lot of down south artists and artists from Texas. Did you hear about Big Pokey? Yep, I did. I did. Yeah, that was uh, that was all over my group chats yesterday. So I still I still have a huge love for like Houston and like Houston rap and yeah, no, that culture is crazy. So R.I.P. He was a legend, honestly. I actually got to meet him once at a sneaker summit <laughs> when I was in high school. Wow, how was that? How was it meeting It was Big cool. Uh, it was cool. He was so nice. I got to meet him with uh, Bun B. It was when I was like really into sneakers. <laughs> and then like, I still am into sneakers, but yeah, it was nice really meeting him. They have like a lot of love for the city, so. Facts, facts. Yeah, condolences mm -hmm. to Big Pokey. Um, yeah, so let's fast forward until now, you know, you got a lot of projects that you've been working on, a lot of music coming out. Um, one of your biggest songs right now, um, that's been going viral is Slow Down. Can you talk about the process of making Slow Down? Yeah, so Slow Down is a song I made with, um, this French producer, his name is Lonely in the Rain. Uh, that was my first ever, uh, label single release. Mm -hmm. was uh it, it was different because he, he's more working on like tropical house um and so for me i'm more on like the r&b sort of alternative sphere so when it came to creating that song um i really had to switch it up just a little bit with uh really not overthinking it because right. I tend to try to get like really deep in my music, but for this one, he just wanted it to be very uh, not too complicated. And so this this one actually challenged myself to like writing more um, pop pop songs. Um, and honestly, I I was kind of unsure about it at, at first because I wasn't used to doing that process, mm -hmm. but. I mean, now it's like, it's doing good. I think it's about to hit about a million across like all platforms right now. Like Electro Pose loves it. I think I saw it on a lot of like, I don't know, Cabana and like sushi restaurant playlists, like Nobu and stuff. So nice. yeah, yeah. So they're digging it. Makes did you, you want to expect for the song to blow up the way it did when you first released it? No, I... Um... It was, uh, I had never met Lonely in the Rain. He had found me through some other playlists that I was being put on um, through other curators. And yeah, so I'm really glad that I got to work on it with him for sure. Sorry. Nice, nice. <laughs> now, one of your latest singles is the remix of Remedy. So let's talk about that. Yeah, so Remedy is was an original song I made back in 2020. Mm -hmm. And uh, the overall encompassing of the song is about healing yourself, right? 
like most most of all if you want to get better you gotta learn to love yourself you gotta heal for yourself and not for anybody else and like that is like that's what remedy is about and um with that being said with the remix that one's awesome i was got to work with uh, debau debo I mean, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so he is an Arch- Argentinian like bass trap uh, electronic producer, super legend. He's amazing. This dude works so fast. Um, he's managed by one of my like best friends. And so I got to meet mm-hmm. him. What was that experience like? Day, like? Producer camp. Mm-hmm. And so he listened to the song. He's like, yo, this slaps. Like, let's do it and it was awesome it was awesome like we he worked on it so fast this dude is so like lightning speed like Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and that was that was awesome um but i think he did an amazing job with the track you know it was premiered on like fucks with it and like debo has already such an amazing like following and like foundation already and just to be able to merge the two worlds together um my sphere and his sphere mm-hmm. it almost felt like a i think this project for the first time in a long time it actually felt like one of those uh really exciting projects that you get like i guess when you're in school when you're like working together and stuff it felt like a family effort you know because mm-hmm. it was getting pushed um by a lot of people that we worked with in the past and that was a really nice to work on facts facts now you in the <laughs> studio now can we expect any upcoming features you know um what can we expect as far as music um later down the line that's releasing soon yeah we got um we have like an array of stuff coming out uh my bread and butter is like you know R&B, alternative R&B, like indie bedroom pop. Um, but a lot of my music, if you listen to it, there's elements of different types of styles. Like we got one coming out that has like a Pink Panthers UK garage type yeah. feel to it. We got one coming out that's like bass trap. We got um, the one remix before DeBose was um, a house track. So I'll be mixing in a lot of flavors there. Mm-hmm. soon but i think the one thing that stays consistent is you know my motifs and and like my writing and and singing so and also some merch i've been talking about you know maybe coming out with some some good uh edible merch i'm thinking about some tea some assorted teas nice. you know based on each song maybe we spike a little bit with a little bit of thc who knows <laughs> <laughs> You like tea? Yeah, I love tea. I thought you were talking about teas like t-shirts, but you're talking about actual tea that you drink. Yeah, we could do, yeah, yeah. Teas, NFTs. Oh, NFTs as well? Yeah. Oh, I mean, mostly I'm excited about the tea thing Mm because I'm I'm like, uh, I need my tea for sure. (laughs) Facts, facts. Yeah. All right, all right. Sounds good. Yo, so Devin, we're getting to a part of the show now where I'm actually a series of questions and you just answer them to the best of your ability, okay? Sure, okay. All right. So what artist is your favorite artist right now? 
Oh man. Okay. Uh Dang. Favorite rapper. Favorite rapper? Well, I was going to say right now I've been listening to a lot of uh Jordan Ward and uh The Sacred Souls. Mhm. Mm Very old school. stuff uh as for rappers uh <laughs> i've been listening to a lot of osama You said Didi Osama? <laughs> Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. What what Osama? Oh, Zoe Osama? Oh, Zoe Osama. Okay. <laughs> All right. What about singers? yeah, yeah. Singers, uh, what I say? Oh man, I gotta check my Spotify. I'm just I'm just listening out the songs I was just listening to this morning. Um let me see. Oh, oh my God, no worries. Anderson Pax, like duo project. Yeah, Back in the love day, they pack. finally released the new joint. That's pretty cool. Yeah, Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, yeah. you prefer Spotify, Apple Music? I use Spotify. Spotify. All right. Favorite Mm -hmm. producer. Producer? Damn. I don't think I I don't think I have a favorite producer unless you consider them like can they be like producer like performers? Um let's see. I really like I mean Oh, Pharrell. Mm -hmm. favorite dj Um, damn, I listen to a lot of music. Mm. Maybe, uh, I gotta check my Spotify again. Sorry, I listen to a lot of music. So like there, there's, there's like a lot of, uh if if they're like all over the place it's because i listen to like a ton here and there oh i love amber marks too amber marks All right. Nice. Love Amber Marks. yeah Instagram or TikTok? amber marks is amazing ooh um hmm i feel like tiktok i can get silly so tiktok um Instagram, I can find really good cooking recipes. Okay. So, <laughs> Favorite animal? yeah. A cat. All right. Festivals I love or cats. raves? Oh, festivals. No. A rave at a festival? A festival at a rave. All right. Favorite food? <laughs> um, I love... There's so many things. Anything with uh, spice. Oh, crawfish. I love crawfish. Spicy crawfish. Favorite drink? I like um, yerba mates. Yerba mates, for sure. Favorite snack? You like yerba mates? Oh, favorite snack? Um, I've been snacking on... That's my go-to.
I like I like beef jerky. So like I I be snacking on beef jerky. So if you see me in the studio, it's always like a topo chico, a yerba mate, and like a Tabasco Slim Jim. All right, that's your studio essentials. <laughs> All right, Bitcoin yeah, and yeah, cash. that's on my writer. It's on your writer. Uh it's on my, yeah, let me write her. Uh let me do damn. Cash when I'm going out, uh, crypto if I'm playing poker. Oh, you put you gamble a little bit. What's up? You gamble. Oh, dude, yeah, no, my my dad's side of the family, like they all love, like they always play cards, like every holiday. So, whenever I go to family functions, there's there's always like something going on. Facts, albums or singles. um singles Your labels are independent. independent all the way All right, cool, cool. That's what's up. Um, so we passed a series of questions. Said uh, you're doing great. Um, are there any thank shout you outs or upcoming projects you want to name right now? sorry can you say it one more Is time there any I'm getting upcoming frustrated projects? You have any, um, you have any uh social media you want to let us know about upcoming projects? Where can we follow you at? Yeah, um, you can follow me at any of those handles that say D Devin Moon uh, with two N's, but it'll pop up after the first N. Uh, you can find me on all streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, Deezer, um, Tidal, all that stuff at Devin Moon. So it's D-E-V-Y-N-M-O-O-N. -O -O and yeah, stay tuned. I got a lot of good stuff coming up. Facts, facts. All right, Devin Moon, can I get a shout out? Be like, this is Devin Moon. Shout out to Leo Black Show. This is Devin Moon, and shout out to the Leo Black Show for having me today. Thank Facts, you so much. facts. All right, I'm going to pause the video now, okay? All right.